Here's a thought I'll title, Art by the Square Inch. And I promise, it's the last time I'm going to talk about giant prints for a while. But there is another consideration, and that, of course, is art and commerce. I think it's pretty obvious that lots and lots of photographers who are pursuing really giant prints are doing so for commercial purposes. That is to say, their work is represented in a gallery, and the bigger the print, the higher the selling price. I think that's a universal observation. I don't ever recall being in a gallery and seeing a large print offered for a lower price than a smaller print by the same photographer, particularly if it's the same image. It just doesn't work that way. Photography is art by the square inch, and it has been, I guess, since the beginning of photography. I remember Ansel Adams talking about this, and it didn't really pertain to people like Stieglitz or Weston because most of the work they did was contact prints, so they didn't explore giant prints the way later photographers have, particularly here in the digital age. But commerce and art by the square inch definitely have a link. I think that's undeniable. But it's odd, don't you think? I mean, let's just take a look at some other art media for any lessons we might find there. Are longer novels better and more valuable than shorter ones? They might cost more when you buy the book because there's more paper involved. But I mean, are they more valuable? Probably not. As a matter of fact, I'll bet a lot fewer people have read War and Peace than have read the latest James Patterson <laughs> uh, detective novel. I mean, the, the larger the novel, to some degree, the more intimidating it is. That doesn't make it more valuable. It makes it more of a burden. What about music? Is a piece of music that goes on for a half an hour better and more valuable than a piece of music that wraps up in 15 or 20 minutes? Does the length of a piece of music have any relation to its quality or its value? What about painting or sculpture or poetry? There are large paintings. There are small paintings. There are lots of paintings in between. As far as I can see, the size of the painting doesn't influence its value whatsoever. There are other characteristics that determine value, like who the artist was, and possibly what innovations are in the painting, and its storied provenance. That adds value to the painting, but it's not done on size. Most of the time, size is not a factor in paintings unless you're standing right in front of it. And you don't look at it and say, my goodness, what a large painting, that's worth a lot. And same with sculpture, same with poetry. Perhaps the only example that immediately occurs to me where size and value are directly linked, at least the first thing I can think of, are Subway sandwiches. A 12-foot party sandwich sells for a lot more than a regular six-incher. But I'm not sure I like the equivalence of comparing deli sandwiches and their value to my fine art photography. And I'm serious. I can't think of any other art medium than photography where there is such an obvious direct relationship between the size and its selling price. I used to think this had something to do with the complexity of making a large print. For example, making an 8x10 print is a lot easier than making a 20x24 print. I was talking about that yesterday. 
But what if you compare an 8x10 print to an 11x14 print, which are just about the same complexity in terms of making them, but yet there's a price difference between 8x10 and 11x14, or between 11x14 and 16x20. And once you get larger than 16x20, it's really complicated to make a print, and I can understand how the prices might go up because of the complexity of equipment required and transportation and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's definitely a higher cost to produce it. But I would guarantee you that an 8 by 10 inch print by Edward Weston is going to be a lot more valuable than a 20 by 24 print by Brooks Jensen. <laughs> so the idea of Art by the square inch does break down when we start bringing in other factors, like who's the photographer, and where does this image sit in the history of photography, etc. So if it breaks down there, and we, we easily understand that there's something else than size that is influencing price, why with our own work do we price them differently depending on the size? It's still you, and it probably takes about as much time to produce a 17 by 22 as it does to produce a 5 by 7 Maybe art by the square inch doesn't make sense. But yet, for some reason, everybody does it. And I just can't figure out the logic that makes sense for there to be such a direct relationship between size and value, or more practically, size and selling price. And of course, the other argument you could make is that there's maybe a lot more 8x10s made than there are 17x20s. Well, that might be true historically, but in today's world, I'm not sure I see that. Because whether or not you're making a 5x7 print or you're making a 17x22-inch print, it's still just command P. And then while that big print is slowly grinding its way out of the printer, you go have a Subway sandwich, I guess. But it doesn't take any more work to do a 17 by 20 than it does to do a 5 by 7 So why is there a price difference? Here's a radical idea. Maybe we should value work based on the content, based on the quality rather than the size of the work. Copyright 2024, Lenswork Publishing.